Welcome to the Thought Leader Life Credibility Series, where we are helping you to define and enhance your credibility. Join us as we interview thought leaders about what it takes to be credible in their vertical markets. To learn more, check out thoughtleaderlife.com. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans, and I hope you're buckled into your seat because we have one right here. We're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Chuck Garcia, who is an author, keynote speaker, and a CEO of Climb Leadership International. He coaches executives at financial institutions and high-tech companies on public speaking, leadership communication, and emotional intelligence. Chuck, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Mitchell. It is a pleasure to be here with you today. Man, I, I, I so appreciate you. I uh, I was interested in your show, and, and you actually did one of those things where, hey, let's get to know each other ahead of time. I so thoroughly enjoyed you. I so thoroughly enjoyed our green room conversation and how you show up in the world. And I'd love the audience to get to know you a little bit better through your CPOP. What is your customer point of pain? C-level executives in financial firms who were not trained to lead. Man, you know, I I told you in the green room that the hair on my arm stood up when you said that. It does the same here. I, I remember sitting on the board of a public firm and we would hire people. Who, who sounded really great in the interviews, looked good, had done great things in the past, and they, they got brought into the firm, and, and all of a sudden, uh, they may have continued to do reasonably well, but the people who worked for them didn't like them at all, and we were killing culture. And, and it's just so interesting to, to be thinking about how important that is. And, and I'd love to hear more, Chuck. Tell me more. Yeah, well, I see that very often where I train the majority is one-on-one training. So I am a custom coach. I customize a plan for a C-level person where we're either solving a problem or we are helping them to develop into a new phase. And the reason I say that is there is one thing that many of the people that I coach have in common. They have been promoted on the strength of their technical competence, and they are now looking at a job description that they feel ill-equipped, ill-prepared, and often insecure to assume the responsibilities of this new thing that they have to do. Usually, it means that they do not any longer or mostly don't rely on the skills that got them here there's now an entirely new skill set that they were never even aware existed because they are now they are leading, they are communicating, they are connecting, they are collaborating in ways that they never quite understood how high the stakes were if they didn't do it well. Mm. That's so powerful. And, and I know this answer, but could you share how you have credibility to do what you do? I'd be happy to. When I was in my mid-20s, and I'm 60 years old now, but I joined a company that no one ever heard of. Now, I'm a New Yorker, and I was a finance major in college, and I joined this company called Bloomberg, and I was the 190th employee. And when I told my friends and my family I'm joining this company, it's like, who is that? 
I bless the day that I joined that firm to give some perspective to our audience. There are now 20,000 employees. I spent 14 years in the company, and in the last seven years, I was known as the public spokesman. I traveled around the world, did anywhere from 100 to 150 speaking engagements a year in stages and in forums in probably 50 countries. And if I had to add up in sum the number of people that I have spoken to from the stage, it's probably over a million people. And now I am blessed because I get to be able to train people to do what it is I learned to do and go to work every day in the service of someone else's success. And to me, there's no higher calling than that. Mm. I, I, I don't disagree in that. That's probably one of the best PhD in the school of hard knocks I've, I've run across. And it's actually what a beautiful stomping ground, uh, knowing uh, uh, who Bloomberg is and what he does and what you were able to do. Could you talk about how do you go about sharing your credibility? Yeah, well, now after I left my Wall Street career for about 25 years, I take a snapshot of how I help others. I'm an Amazon best-selling author for a book called A Climb to the Top, and it's a book on leadership and communication, and it's a framework that I developed over the many years that I worked at Bloomberg. It's mine. I'm not, there are plenty others, but it's the one that I developed that I put into a book, and now I teach from it. Second, I'm a radio show host in New York on a show called on a, called Talk Radio 77 WABC. My radio show is called A Climb to the Top. And the reason it's called A Climb to the Top because over the course of many years, I also became a mountaineer. And I have climbed mountains, including Mount Kilimanjaro, the Matterhorn, Mount Elbrus in the Caucasus Mountains. I've climbed in Alaska in the Andes. And as I was climbing one of the mountains in Alaska, it hit me like a locomotive. Climbing that mountain felt a lot like the way that we climb our careers. And as we were assembling, when we came down from the summit, I looked around so grateful for my surroundings. And I said, oh, my God, here's the construct I never knew was in front of me. In order to get to the top and the bottom of the mountain, you take a step at a time. You set your goal, whatever that may be. And the most important part is you can't do it alone. So I said, can I take these mountaineering principles? Because that's how I felt my career grew. And now I can help others to grow their career. If I apply the mountaineering metaphor, and I do it in my book, I do it in my radio show. And now I have the honor. I am on faculty at Columbia University in New York. I teach in the Graduate School of Engineering. So I'm not an engineer, but I teach public speaking and emotional intelligence in a class that might as well be called a climb to the top. So I'm really grateful in that all of this summed up allows me the opportunity to be able to do this and to help others in their career ascent up their mountain. Well, I, uh, what I loved most and best about our initial interaction is just simply when when we started going through the question, I said, can I do a little bit of coaching? Your answer was, absolutely, because we could all learn from that person who's an expert in our space. And I love that view of a, the life 
And I love the fact that you're sharing that with those financial leaders because that's how they can lead better. Um, listen, if, if you're an executive in a financial firm or you know of people who have not been trained how to lead, uh, reaching out to Chuck Garcia makes so much sense. Chuck, what is the best way for people to go about doing that? Yeah, there's two ways to do it. One, you can find me on LinkedIn. It's just type in Chuck Garcia. You can also go to my website, which is chuckgarcia.com. And there is a contact tab. You can just click it, reach out and send me an email. There's one other thing I would recommend. Something I like to do that really provides a level of intimacy for people that either read my book or come into my world. On the book tab of chuckgarcia.com, there is an interactive component. It's a questionnaire that allows the reader of that questionnaire in a moment of self-reflection to help determine what are the skills when it comes to communication that I'm good at? What do I think I could improve? They take the survey, which is very helpful for them to begin to plot the course of their communication mountain. They click it, sends it to me, I review it, and then I help and able to respond to help them with the things that they may not be sure of Here's where you, you, I may be able to assist. Got it. So, guys, check that out as well. And if, hey, listen, you're still at this part of the interview. Here's the current task. Um, share Chuck's message and click on the like button. And we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Live. Chuck, thanks so much. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you very much, Mitchell. I really appreciate it. All right. Take care. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, Global Credibility Expert. Welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is John Coles, who helps organizations with digital transformation, business optimization, and knowledge management. He has worked at companies such as Varian, Apple, Dell, and Booz Allen Hamilton, where he is focused on operationalizing content, information, and data in order to create greater organizational productivity. John, welcome to the show. Hey, Mitchell. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're absolutely welcome. Um, it, is, it is my pleasure. I thoroughly enjoyed our green room conversation. I really like that you like nailed your CPOP uh, first round, first question. So I'm kind of curious if you could share with that with the audience. What is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? Organizational productivity. <laughs> you know, I uh, it's one of those things. I, I did sit on the board of a public company for a decade. I did run four different CEO networking groups for a decade. And many of those networking group CEOs at some point in time had one or more things to talk about in terms of organizational productivity. It, it is such a rampant problem and there's so much efficiency that could be garnered. Uh, John, tell me a little bit more. So or, organizational productivity is uh, digital adoption. So digital transformation is the big buzzword these days. Well, it's really digital adoption that really needs to occur. That's, that's what it's all about, trying to get the flow of information, knowledge, content, data across an organization more effectively so that people are more productive. Nice. And, and you, you mostly work at firms where you're doing stuff internally. Tell me a little bit more. How do you, how do you, uh, when somebody gets you, what do they get? Sure. Um, you know, so I, I started in 2006 
implementing a knowledge base to 20,000 call center agents in eight different languages around the world. And I quickly learned that build it and they will come does not work. So it's not about technology. It's about people and process and getting people to use this knowledge base or use, use the, the area for them to be more productive with. Um, I've done some things with, um, uh, for instance, being able to use the knowledge base itself, uh, one person finding a new answer that then resulted in driving a fix into engineering that becomes a $2 million fix just because this one person was active within the knowledge base itself. Um, you know, another great example is field service where uh, field service was stuck uh, running around answering a, a lot of uh, issues that could have been resolved at the call center. Uh, we started to work with the field service folks, identifying those issues, and those those calls were those issues were resolved at the call center a lot quicker. Field service folks were able to then go off and do more value added work, and it ended up becoming a multi million dollar revenue generator just by improving knowledge management and the way we we flowed information back and forth across the organization. Oh, I, I love that, and and. Uh... So you, you, that was part of the how you have credibility to do what you do. And I, one of the things we also talked about in the green room, you had done 200 uh, plus implementations. Yeah, I've done over 15 years, uh, I've done at least 200 implementations in some fashion. The, uh, the implementation at Dell to 20,000 call center agents, there, there was quite a few groups there, but then uh, you just keep going over the years as far as implementing. So you, a lot of hurdles, a lot of challenges, I've tried a lot of different things. I've failed some, uh, but I've been successful most of the time. <laughs> wow, that's good. <laughs> well, it, what you had mentioned is all 200 were deployed, not all of them as effectively in terms of utilization as others. But Correct. Um, you gave me great examples of, of uh, deployments that have worked well. So, oh, so, it, oh sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, I was going to ask the next question is, how do you go about sharing your credibility? It's, you know, it's with, with knowledge management, you've got to go in and uh, it's sort of a, a three-prong approach. You'll walk in somewhere and, and you'll explain knowledge management to somebody and they'll go, oh, wow, this is a novel approach. This is really pretty neat. The second time you talk to them, they say, well, we're not sure if that's going to work here. Um, and then the third time you, you, you've spoken to them, they've started to accept it and say, wow, okay, maybe we can work here. So it's really going in and gaining that trust as well as then starting to work with the different groups, the authors, the users of the knowledge base, the developers, the, the, the publishers of it, and build communities of trust um, for them to go off and, and almost like a franchise model. But I'll go in and say, here's let's set this franchise up and then let them run their own franchise. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. And then you're on social and you've, you've written a book and, and a couple other things. Yeah. So LinkedIn, uh, I've got a, a website called uh, 100solutions.info, um, and then I've, I've also authored a book. Absolutely. Nice. So listen, if you're, if you're looking for a little bit more organizational productivity and want to learn more from John, you should reach out. John, what is the best way for people to go about doing that? Probably LinkedIn, uh, John Coles. Uh, John Coles 100 is my LinkedIn handle. Oh, beautiful. Thanks. John, thanks so much for sharing your, uh, your credibility with us today. Thanks, Mitchell, for having me on.
You're welcome. Listen, if you're still here, you know the importance of John's message. So click on the like button, share with your friends. We'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is my friend, Andrea Adams-Miller, who's working on her second PhD and is CEO of the redcarpetconnection.com. She's an international publicist, sponsorship acquisitionist, business consultant, certified neuro-linguistic practitioner, and certified hypnotherapist. Andrea, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Mitchell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know... It is always a pleasure to spend time with you in any shape or form, and uh, and I uh, I enjoyed our conversation today. I'd love the audience to get to know you through your CPOP. What is your customer point of pain? Uh, it's it's dreamers, you know, dreamers who dream bigger than they are achieving. You know, think about this. This is the mic drop. It's one of those things you've often heard somebody say about their spouse. Oh that person's a dreamer or what's fascinating about today's world. When I see it is everyone has a microphone. Everyone has a camera. Your ability to achieve your dreams is so much. It's never easy, but so much easier than it's ever been. And the question is, how do you do it? And where do you need help? And, and Andre, I'd love you to tell me more. Oh, absolutely. You know, when I have the pleasure of sitting with my clients to have fun, you know, they tell me their vision and I get this opportunity to look for the big picture and scope out the fine details so we can seek what's missing to solve it with publicity, uh, marketing, uh, marketing, joint ventures, sponsorship, copy, conversion, supplemental products, courses and services, all to achieve that dream. Mm. I, there's only one word that that sounds really tasty. I'm interested. Um, so <laughs> could you share, how do you have credibility to do what you do? Uh, well, my credibility comes from social proof. Uh, first of all, I show up. And so people see me everywhere. They always go, ah, oh, there's the lady in red. So I am known because people recognize me. I'm also um, recognized as one of the top 1% of most connected people through LinkedIn a couple years ago when it was, you know, first launching and so out there. Um, and since 16 years of age, I've been speaking internationally. I've spoken 37 countries um, over 100,000 people in person uh, through media like 2020 and uh, CNN, uh, Entertainment Tonight, so, so forth like that. Over 5 million, easy. And I've been on multiple uh, podcasts over the years and multiple newspapers. And, you know, really I've had, I think the most honorable pleasures for me are re- uh, receiving the um, Heart of Gold Award, uh, where I was nominated out of 450 of my peers as being the most selfless giving entrepreneur. And uh, recently in Egypt, uh, the iconic woman changing the world for all for my philanthropic work with the Keep Smiling movement as executive director. Mm. Oh, I should mention too, also because I've shared the stage with some really amazing greats, uh, Les Brown, Anthony Hopkins, who said, oh, yes, yes the pretty girl in the red dress. Um, Did I say Les Brown, Brian Tracy, Kevin Harrington, uh, you know, uh, just your amazing uh, people who are your, uh, the people who show up, the influencers. And when you get to say that you shared the stage with them, and I mean, really, truly shared the stage, that's what I mean. Yeah. 
I like it. Well, speaking of sharing, how do you go about sharing your credibility? Well, I already mentioned that I show up everywhere. So that's a huge part of it. Uh, Online, in person, face-to-face. I create events and I go to events. But it's really about when you do all of that, it's about following up with people to form deep, long-lasting relationships where you're serving them. And it's about living my my movement, uh, living red, uh, relevance, enthusiasm, and delivery. When you live red you hit your target market every time. Mm, that's so beautiful. And I, I so agree that one of the importance of credibility is showing up when you show up. And so listen, if you're listening or you're watching and it's either you, you're that dreamer or you know somebody who is the dreamer who is not achieving the dreams that they've set out, reaching out to Andrea is a beautiful thing to do. Andrea Adams Miller, how best can people reach out to you? If you're looking for more information to uh, work with me, to talk with me, or book me, www.theredcarpetconnection. And if you're that person who's that dreamer and you're ready to make those dreams become more than ideas but real, then reach out to me the same way and click to make an appointment with me on the calendar. Let's make those dreams come true. Let's shoot Mm. for the stars. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much for sharing your credibility with us today. Thank you so much. I love being here and I can't wait to hear whose dreams we get to come true. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Hey, listen, if you're watching or you're listening, you know the importance of Andrea's message. So click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Keep smiling. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed this episode in the Thought Leader Life credibility series. Please like this episode, subscribe to our channel on the platform you consume content, and activate us by going to thoughtlittlelife.com slash activate.